You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. One o'clock, we are in Atlanta, Georgia, and this is... Let's talk Venezuelan. Hey. With a Mexican accent. Uh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How you doing, David? How you doing, Brad? Thank you for having me here today. We're going to be talking... Bad today, bad, yes. bad, bad. Yes, we're we gonna have, be, we're gonna be showing up and and saying <laughs> behavior, bad behavior, and we're gonna compare those behavior with Venezuela disaster. Disaster, yes. Um, yes. Our our friend, uh, your friend, really, he, he demonstrated to have to be your friend. My friend, very yes. Grayson. Grayson. Oh my Reverend, God. Reverend. Derek. Yes. Grayson, that is also a candidate for se for the U.S. Senate uh, on the state of Georgia. He made this declaration uh, two days ago. Yes, sir. Josie Cruz. Here is a minority female running in the 4th District here in Georgia. She is running against a guy by the name of Hank Johnson, the guy who said that Guam would tip over. This is a uh, island that <clears throat> at its widest level is, what, 12 miles from shore to shore, and at its smallest level, uh, uh, or smallest uh, uh, location, it's uh, seven miles uh, uh, between one shore and the other. Is that correct? I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Very small island and about 24 miles, if I recall, long. So 20, 24 miles long, about 7 miles wide at the least widest uh, place on the island and about 20 about 12 miles wide uh, uh, on the widest part of the island. And um, I don't know how many square miles that, that is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly say that. That's not Robert Wheeler, yeah, commander of U.S. Pacific that, uh, Command. The whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and uh, and capsize. <laughs> uh, we don't anticipate that. Literally he said that and he was not joking. Are you with me so far? Alright, let's let's move right on. So Josie came to me 14 months ago and I met with her uh, at this pizzeria with Kat Fletcher, her campaign manager, and we sat down and, and, and talked, and she was considering getting in that race, and she wanted to get some advice from me. Well, here's the advice that I gave her 14 months ago. I told her, in no uncertain words, do not ever 
words parts your lips don't even use the word rhino because if you do they will label you an outcast so don't go in making enemies just don't do it but why do you do it because i don't give a damn i'm taking mine to the people the real deal not only do I meet resistance from the GOP establishment, I know that I'm going to meet resistance from those who think that they are conservatives, but are not. Just like I meet resistance from those who think they are Christians and are not. When I bring up things, well now, how can you call yourself a Christian and support abortion? Like all of those Christian Negroes up there in Chicago. How can they call themselves Christians when they voted for this woman who is married to another woman? Do you understand what I'm saying? So my advice to her was not to put herself in that situation at all. Well, lo and behold... What happened was, what happened was, she got into the race. The GOP paid her no attention. She is the only person that is running against Hank Johnson. The only person. She is the Republican. He is the Democrat. Well, understanding that and knowing that, she asked Doug Collins for his endorsement. Doug Collins, the rhino. Doug Collins endorsed Karen Handel before the primary had ended. She has a 49% constitutional voting record, by the way. But Josie waited until after the uh, primary when it was clear that it was just her and Hank Johnson. And Doug Collins' response to her was, I'm not going to be able to endorse you because I have friends in the 4th District. Well, who are his friends? Who? Who are his friends? Only other person running is Hank Johnson. Is that his friend? Is that who he is talking about? So do you see where I'm coming from with this? I also pointed out when I spoke this past Saturday which, of course, is why Doug Collins don't want to be where I am. He wants to be everywhere I am not. I also made it clear that the GOP, if they can offer me $20,000 to drop out of a race and go run against Hank Johnson, why haven't they offered uh, Josie Cruz any money to mount a, a campaign against Hank Johnson. And I said up there while I was speaking, that lady right there, the GOP hasn't offered her no money for signs, no money for this, no money for that. They haven't offered her any help whatsoever. Probably haven't even offered her a phone call to give her some advice on the do's and don'ts. And I think the only advice that she got was from me when I met with her and told her, leave rhinos alone. I'll take care of them. You let me handle them. 
You just run your race and stay out of their crosshairs. Because if you make the GOP establishment an enemy, the only friends that you will have are those that ain't got millions of dollars to throw behind you in winning that seat. And I have been saying for years, and I'm going to shut up, the GOP and the Democratic Party, they have a deal. We have 10 districts for Republicans, four districts for Democrats. Neither one of them will put money or a bunch of money behind anybody running in those in the opposing district. Well, welcome, Derek. Welcome hey, man. to our program. Pleasure to be here. How okay. you been doing? I'm doing fine. It's been so long I haven't seen you. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> last night. Okay. Last night. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be talking today a behavior. Um, we're going to be talking about a behavior that destroyed Venezuela. Uh, it took Venezuela like... 80 years, Carlos? Yes, about behavior. 80. It's a, it's, a, it's a political behavior. Political behavior. Number three. Yeah. That um, destroyed Venezuela. And the result that we see in Venezuela today is because those political decisions and behavior that we're going to, we want to talk with you today. Okay. Text me the link so I can get some other people watching your live show. Oh, yeah, oh, here. Okay. I'll text it to you. Go ahead, Hannah. So. Thank you, Dave. Um, Brett. Yeah. Um, Is that you that just sent this to me? Yeah, no. Um, so I'll I send want to live me. Yeah, that's the one that I'm going to send you right now. What happened is my phone is a little slow, but I'm there, almost there. Okay. Okay, Derek, right there. He's coming to you. All right. All right. So in Venezuela, as you know, Venezuela, a lot of people have the illusion that Venezuela um, has some kind of liberties over there. But Carlos and me, we know that was not true because Venezuela went into a socialist process since 1940s or 30s. Carlos. Well, when uh, when the last dictator of Venezuela, uh -huh. uh, the real dictator, a guy who came from a war, uh -huh. that was that was um, Juan Vicente Gomez, uh -huh. he passed away on December 17, 1935. Uh -huh. And uh, when the guy who took power after him, after 36 years of dictatorship, uh -huh. gained the reins of the government. They said, okay, we need to modernize Venezuela. Mm -hmm. And what happened? That they saw what was the most successful regime at that time, 1936. Okay. Okay? At that time. And it was not the United States of America because Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a disaster. Uh -huh. Okay? Mm -hmm. The most successful regime was... Adolf Hitler. Uh, Germany. In Germany. Uh -huh. And they began to copy okay. the German the German society. 
And what was the 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 regime of the of the Adolf Hitler? It was the National Socialism. Mm -hmm. So they began to copy, even though they don't know what socialism was. was mm -hmm. They copied some things. They brought a central bank. We okay. didn't have a central bank at that time. Okay. They copy a bank, a central bank, exactly the same structure as the Bundesbank. Okay. Okay. They brought La Guardia Nacional. That uh -huh. is that is that is exactly the SS, the German SS. To control okay. society. To control civilians above the the military. Okay. Okay. And the third thing was something that here is is, uh, is not yet, not yet mm -hmm. that is a, uh, that is an identification document number a number and okay. you be so they with the central bank they robbed your money uh -huh. uh, with the with the national, national guard they robbed your liberties yeah and with the national identity they robbed your identity you, you became a, a number mm -hmm. of this uh, property of the state so From now on, mm -hmm. Venezuela has all flavors of socialism. All flavors. So what we have to learn is in Venezuela, they didn't have capitalism or no. what we know here the, in United States, uh, the, like republic, like a constitutionalism. The, la the, the last regime that was sort kind of capitalism was this dictatorship, Juan Vicente Gómez, mm -hmm. that, that brought, he created the modern Venezuela. Okay. But that's, that happens in a very bloody process. Battle, yeah. Okay, because Venezuela used to have, the first constitution in Venezuela was exactly a copy, a copy of the U.S. constitution. And in, and in 1819, Simón Bolívar changed that constitution. Eight years later, they yes. changed the constitution. Yeah. So that's why Venezuela is how it is today. Yes. So, since all the political parties in Venezuela are socialists, soft and, you know, soft and, and, hard. and hard, that's why Venezuela is like this. And everything was mother and canalized or channelized by political parties. So it was not about the people. It was what the political party wanted to do. Exactly. Priority was political party. And those, like you called yesterday, uh, Derek, uh, the lo lobbies, 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 the lobbyists, on those people who were connected to each other just to make the political party. And they even have a contract to political party. You govern five years, and we govern five years. What was that? The, the Punto Fijo? The punto, punto Fijo Pact. The Pact, okay. So let me uh, uh -huh. make some distinctions mm -hmm. for the sake of clarity mm -hmm. so so that people understand the, the makeup of the baseball team. You know, the baseball team, you got a catcher. Yes. You got a pitcher. Mm-hmm. First baseman, third, yes. second, right? The fielders. Yeah, the fielders, all right. Mm -hmm. And shortstop. And shortstop. So, <clears throat> so I want to identify the parts. You were talking about, uh, you said uh, they copy the central bank. So, they didn't necessarily copy the central bank. 
the central bank is an outside entity mm-hmm. Here. of any country. No. Here. Uh, uh, well, hear me out now. The central bank is made up of a conglomerate of bankers. I don't care where it is. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Venezuela or or here. And they operate all over the world. Their primary focus is to steal the wealth mm-hmm. from the people yes. for themselves. That's why we call them the one percenters. That, that what happens in uh, Venezuela. Okay, but but that's a private entity. It's not government. Central bank is not government. It's a private entity in the United States. No, no. It's a private entity wherever they exist. A not, central banking... Not in the socialist okay. countries. In the socialist countries, do you know what they had? Before the central bank, when a people deposit money on the, on the bank, <laughs> the bank, by law, had to buy gold and deposit that gold in their in their deposits uh, safe. So that okay. was the way it was here in, in, in America. Let me finish, Carlos. Okay. Okay. So central banks, we call ours the Federal Reserve, but it has nothing to do with the federal government. No, nothing. Nothing to do with it. It's as federal as the Federal Express. But no, it's not Federal Express. It's as federal as Federal Express. So, so George Washington warned us about Mm -hmm. central banks. Be careful about getting in bed with central banks. Mm -hmm. He did not. Andrew Jackson stopped them from coming into America. That's right. He did not. Um, But Woodrow Wilson got in bed with them in 1913 because banks nearly failed in 1910. And because of that failure, it was their property that they nearly lost. Okay? So they said, how do we shift this? We shift this by letting the federal government or by extension the people take ownership of the debt and the losses they lose we don't we print the money loan it to the federal government the federal government then pushes it out and if they lose it's not our loss we still remain silent we still move the 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 real assets property mm-hmm. and whatnot from the people to our sales. That is how a central bank works. They are independent of government. And the reason they are independent of government in most cases is because government has no assets of its own because everything they operate on, they have taken it from the people who hold the wealth. That's how it is here in this country and others. And I think one of the Rothschilds, and I don't know if it's a valid quote or not, he said, we don't care who goes to war against each other as, and, and I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. 
as long as we're the ones printing Supplies. the money, the money, you know, in charge of the money supply. What happened to Napoleon? He wanted to go to war. He went to war. He warred. He won. And when he refused to pay back the money that he borrowed for that war effort, he basically told the central bank to go F yourself. So what did the central banks do? They gave money to his enemies to war back against him. And he ended up in exile. So the central bank, if I were to compare it to a uh, a baseball player, they aren't the player, they are the umpires. Mm-hmm. You with me? Yeah. So the central bank acts like the umpire. Here's where we're going to put the money, blah, 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 blah. So we then have coaches. The coaches are the lobbyists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. The coaches get a paycheck. And your job as a coach is to get the teams to do what we want them to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it all, we want the fans in the stadium, the mm-hmm. citizens, cheering right up. one way or another. Uh, the, mm-hmm. So if a game is rigged, you know, team, the Blue Jays versus the yeah. Orioles. And I hope I just <laughs> named two baseball teams because I don't do pro sports at all. I forgot who's what. You know, I might have said the Falcons. Versus, you know, the Cardinals, you know, I I iterate, you get, so you got people on both sides cheering, not knowing that the game is rigged, okay, so the coaches, they go and they say, well, we want this guy to do X and that guy to do B, they tell them how to do it, well, that's when politicians vote. Uh, Joe Blow, I want you to make a sacrifice play. Mm-hmm. You got to vote for this bill. Mm-hmm. No matter what, we own you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to vote for this bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Doe, we want you to pretend that you're for the people. Now, Jim Jordan. Case in point, mm-hmm. you know, I talked last night about uh, Tucker Carlson exposing Trey Gowdy and Ryan and McConnell and, and Burr and, and Graham. Well, Tucker, I just saw a video last night. I shared it. <laughs> he puts on blast Jim Jordan, who's the bulldog. Everybody loves. Oh, Jim Jordan be giving it to him. Jim Jordan eats their lunch. Well, he messed around and went on. Tucker Carlson's show. Mm-hmm. And Tucker Carlson asked him, well, I don't understand. You know, big tech is shutting down conservatives, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, uh-huh. et cetera. Yeah, uh, Tucker, and it's got to be stopped. And I'm going to tell you, you know, Trump's got to win. And, you know, something's got to be. Well, but now, uh, 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 wait a minute now, uh, 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 Jim Jordan. Uh, but, you know, you took money from Google. Well, uh, like I said, you know, God bless them. If they want to give me a $2,000, 
Why didn't you give it back? Well, you know, like I say, God bless them. If they want to give me a $2,000 check, God bless them. But, you know, Trump's <laughs> got to win. You know, nothing about why aren't you stopping them now? Why hasn't Section 230 been repealed? Why? 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 He skirted the answer. And, of course, when people hear this, mm-hmm. oh, man, I hope Jim Jordan, I, ho- I-, I hope that's not. What does it take? For you to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know that Hank Johnson is in the Commission of the Transportation and Communication, and he's on the, that commission of uh, Internet, Facebook, and all that? Do you know that Hank Johnson is part of that big deal? Well, and he received money from the Xfinity. Okay. Well, the biggest protectors of Section 230, mm-hmm. Big Tech. Mm-hmm. Senator Mike Lee. Mm-hmm. And Congressman Doug Collins, Ooh. the biggest protectors of Section 230, which allows Google and 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 you know I'm talking about the Instagram, the mm-hmm. Twitter, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards, yeah, mm-hmm. to censor us, shut us down mm-hmm. for what they would call hate speech. Mm-hmm. I once posted an article. From a Mexican newspaper saying that Trump was right. We do have criminals mm-hmm. leaving Mexico and crossing the border into the U.S. to commit crimes. Mm-hmm. All I did was share the a real article from a Mexican newspaper. I got put in Facebook jail How for thirty have- days uh, to publish that for hate speech. Section 230 allows them to do that to me without repercussions. And that is why Tucker Carlson, who says Fox does not enjoy that protection. Well, I'm going to kind of take a little bit of issue with Tucker on that. Fox ain't calling out rhinos. The only person that is to a certain degree Mm -hmm. is Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. But Tucker Carlson, if he were to go on the air... And say, go to the newamerican.com or go to the Georgia Recorder. Look up Doug Collins' voting record mm-hmm. and see how abysmal it is. Look up Karen Handles. Look up David Perdue's. The Georgia Recorder listed Doug Collins as the second most liberal Republican. Isn't that an oxymoron? Liberal. Oh, Republican, not conservative. I, I forgot about that. The so yeah, that is per, yeah. that is not an oxymoron. Uh, He's know, just a Republican, you know the, not a conservative. The, the, the nickname of the the Collins? No, I don't know his nickname. No, no. It's a, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a rapper. His name is Forty Eight Cents. He only votes constitutionally 48 percent. So forty eight cents. Actually, y'all stealing eleven cents from him. All right, y'all, y'all, y'all stole eleven cents. So he's not forty eight. It's sixty six. He's actually fifty nine. Okay, he went up. He went up. He went up. Okay. okay. Well, no, he's been that one one cent. So who was forty nine for us? Uh, Karen Hamlin is forty nine cents. Oh, okay. And uh, David Perdue is fifty seven cents. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to we have to bring them some chains, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <A> black, <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
So, <laughs> so you see this kind of behavior that this politician that we are uh, that we are seeing today. Well, Carlos is older than me, so he probably he remember more that I could remember. And he he was more into politics. Hold on, politics. man. How many years we talking about? Remember, I, what three years? No, you? I am only fifty. He's seventy. Carlos is He's closer to seventy. I'm, I'm your age. He's okay. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I remember I'm 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 like this, like a dog. So, anyways, um, talking about about yesterday, my closing remark yesterday, mm-hmm. right? And I saw, I went back and I saw the video last night, and I saw each one of them faces expression. <laughs> you were enjoying it. You were laughing. You were. You have a smile from here to here when no. I gave the the close up. You know the close up. Well, I always have fun. Yeah, but they couldn't believe what I was saying. But um, this is what Venezuela, including today, people are not having an answer to the question, how come Maduro is still in power? Because the opposition pushes. Now, in my my concept of opposition, for me, they are not opposition. They are helping each other to... To stay right there, so they come over here. They take money from us. You know, we America give a lot of money, right? You know, to Through those countries. US aid. Yeah, you know, they from our taxes. They take our taxes to give it to those countries, to those people, and they are still screwing the country. The money is not going down where it's supposed to go. It's supposed to be for development of the country, but I don't know what they do with the money. Well, uh, America knows that. Politicians understand that. Look, <sighs> one minute. Okay, we come back in a few in a few minutes. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on americaswebradio.com. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. This is Let's Talk Venezuelan with Derek Grayson as our... Yes. Okay, Derek. 
Yeah. So what were you were going to say? Well, first I want to say, now that I know that this is a uh, video, <laughs> I'm on my lunch hour, all right? <laughs> 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 we know what these politicians do, and and nobody notices it. Nobody uh, notices it. Nobody talks about it. Mm-hmm. We have not been engaged in this country mm-hmm. since Trump got in office mm-hmm. in regime change. Nobody has been complaining about the troops dying. Mm-mm. Nobody has been complaining about. The number of troops committing suicides, that's down. Mm -hmm. Nobody has been complaining about us carpet bombing the hell out of other countries. Mm -hmm. Nobody has been complaining about any of those things because Donald Trump Mm -hmm. brought that to a screeching halt. Yes. Mm -hmm. However, with what you were talking about, Carlos, Mm -hmm. politicians... And, and and I spoke in a debate Monday evening this past about butter and bullets. The lobbyists, lobby politicians, now understand something. When they're lobbying, they aren't trying to persuade the politicians on what to pass. Mm-hmm. They're telling them what their masters want them to pass. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here are the bullets. Okay, mm-hmm. so we need you to get this push through because we want to carpet bomb the hell out of Libya. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when that money is approved to carpet bomb the hell out of Libya or whatever the place may be, that money is going to Lockheed Martin and other big corporations. Mm-hmm. They're getting money. Mm-hmm. Or we want you to give money to these groups we ain't got no business spent uh, funding. And when they need weapons, they're going to buy those weapons from American manufacturers. Yeah, That's the bullets at the, 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 the right end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the butter. Well... We're going to ensure that you get XYZ in a term that they have bastardized called entitlements. See, an entitlement is something that you are, by nature of the word, entitled to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You put something in it, I'm entitled to get something back, Mm -hmm. like Social Security. Mm -hmm. You pay into Social Security. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, one guy wanted to make, well, that's an insurance. I don't give a damn what it is. I paid into it. Absolutely. So when I retire, you gonna have something I'm else. entitled to get something back. back. Yes. Yeah. Section 8 is not an entitlement. No. No. Uh, food stamps. No. No. That's not an entitlement. Mm-hmm. No. Farm subsidies. Mm-hmm. That's not an entitlement. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on and on. That's at the lower end. Mm-hmm. Of the spectrum, and that's called butter. So on the left end, you got butter for the downtrodden. Politicians push that. So we want to keep them voting for us mm-hmm. because they make up the bulk mm-hmm. of American voters. Not the middle class. The middle class is is in the middle. 
the middle class are trying to go to work every day and provide for themselves. They're seeking Unpaid. equal access and opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, Unpaid the, taxes. Exactly, and they pay taxes. But that lower end of the spectrum, they're interested in butter. Mm-hmm. They vote for those politicians to keep them in office. The higher end of the spectrum, they're not the majority either. Mm-mm. But they have the money to keep those politicians in office mm-hmm. for those bullets that personally enrich. That's kind of how our system works. And I wish I remembered Hank Sullivan's quote at the end at the end of the, the show last night, which basically sums it up. I hope he'll take it and post it in words for mm-hmm. others um, to see. But that's our system. But Trump, while Trump is in office and this civil war is going on, not between Trump and the Democrats, but between Trump versus Democrats and rhinos. That's his civil war. Yeah. That's our civil <clears throat> war that we are battling against. Mm-hmm. And as Hank said, those people have the millions to keep them in office, whereas we struggle just to try and get in. And the sad part, and I hope I don't make, well, I know I'm not going to make any of my supporters upset, but I posted the video of Jim Jordan and Tucker Carlson, and a lady had the audacity to say, stop beating up Jim Jordan. Ain't nobody beat up Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is the one who skated the question and didn't answer it and said, oh, well, God bless Google for donating me money. I got a phone call. I'm going to shut up. The National Rifle Association called me yesterday. Okay. Mr. Grayson, want to make sure that you got our survey and that you completed it and sent it back in if you didn't get it because we don't see where we did. Wanted to know if you could... You know, send it to us. I let him finish his spiel, and I said, can I speak honestly with you and candidly? He said, of course, Mr. Grayson. Uh, guy's name was Gord. Uh, I said, uh, first off, I don't complete surveys anymore, especially for endorsements. Mm-hmm. Two election cycles have shown me that you're only going to give the endorsement to the establishment candidate no matter how abysmal their voting record is. That's right. Now, I recorded a conversation. I recorded that conversation with Linda Smith, I think that may have been her name, former DeKalb County um, chairman who told me to pick something further down the trough that it wasn't my turn yet. And I got the recording of my conversation with John Padgett. So that person calling me a lot. See, when I'm talking to folk and I know they up to no good, mm-hmm. I record. Of course. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. So be careful what you say to me. Now, moving right along. I told him, and I got that recording. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't do endorsements anymore. You ain't never heard me say so-and-so has endorsed me. Ever. Because the endorsements, and I told him, your endorsement NRA, National Rifle Association. I say, I'm as pro-gun as they get. I open carry where appropriate, and I always mm-hmm. have my weapons mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. I said, your endorsement is worthless because you are going to endorse the establishment candidate, furthering 
the illusion that that person has the best interest of voters at heart when they don't. Now, the guy went on to say, well, Mr. Grayson, I appreciate your honesty. Mm -hmm. And we need more people like you out there exercising your right and standing for what you stand on. Send them to my way. Uh, well, you know what? I, Send them my way. National Rifle Association. Yeah, tell them to call me. Okay, well. Tell them to call me. I don't need no endorsement. I just want to uh, let them uh, know. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. I think sometimes endorsements are against the candidates. And the best example of uh, endorsement campaign is uh, this uh, lady Uterman, the, the Rene Uterman? Uterman, that w was a uh, candidate to be uh, in the 7th uh, district. district as a representative. She got all the endorsement in Georgia, from the government down, all. Okay, she she occupied different positions up to be a, a state senator, mm. and even though she got the money, the experience, and the endorsement, she lost. She lost. Okay, so now why did she lose? Do you think? Please pray tell, favor me with an explanation. <laughs> I don't have the slightest idea, but I think the some. Some uh, uh, endorsements works against her. Okay, was she a Republican or she is a Republican? And all those endorsements, and she still lost. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And was she got Democrat she got district or Republican district. Republican, Republican district. district. And she lost as a Democrat. Yeah. As a Republican. I mean, as a Republican in yes. the primary. In the primary. There were seven candidates in the primary, and she lost to the. The, the guy that the, the, the establishment didn't want, that's the one who won. Yes, sir. Okay. that's that, The establishment wouldn't want a true conservative. I mean, a, a, a true conservative. That's point number one. Mm -hmm. So was she, a, was she a true conservative? Well, she was in the Senate. She was... She was in the state Senate. And she got a, a career all the way from, from mayor of Loganville up to the Senate. What as a Republican. As a Republican. Was she a true conservative? Do you know anything about her? Do y'all know anything about her? Well, she said, she said so, but... I don't care what she said. What yeah. does the voting record say? Mm -mm. No. So, look, look. The establishment does not want a true conservative. That's number one. They never want a true conservative. So... You need to understand that. Uh -huh. If she was a true conservative, then that would explain why she lost. Now, if she was not a true conservative and she got all of the establishment support, mm -hmm. uh -huh. she should have won if it is truly a Republican uh, district. But like I said, I don't have enough details to be able to flesh that out. Mm -hmm. um, you wrote down that you said we just lost the district to a Democrat. Yes, you said there was there was four there, districts. There, right? there, there are four. Okay, fourteen districts in Georgia. Okay, okay. we lost six district we'll, number six. We'll be we'll back, come back in a moment. <clears throat> My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. 
Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com, and we'll get back to you. Thank you. This is Let's Talk Venezuela. Listen, yeah. man, you need to let me do Smoke on the Water when we come back on that thing. Okay. Okay. So, why I'm saying this is they're supposed to have four districts, right? Yeah, yeah, that's typically the way it's been. So, look. So six, Karen Handel. So Karen is 49%. percent mm-hmm. Karen has got a lot of baggage. She betrayed a lot of people. She betrayed them in Secretary of State when it came to an issue with the voting machines. I think that's just her baggage haunting her. Okay. She's experiencing a haunting. Mm-hmm. All right? And if she got 40,000 votes less than... The Lucy uh, Macbeth and and Lucy Macbeth is she? She's the Democrat. Yes. Yes. Okay. If she got forty thousand votes less than her, that just means that Republicans in the six just aren't motivated to vote for Karen Handel. The Bingo. woman Bingo. has forty nine percent, so that explains that. Mm-hmm. But now I thought you were talking about a state <clears throat> house seat. No. Oh, we were talking about this. Yes. Well, this is U.S. 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 Okay, all right. So that's what confused me. Yeah, this right. is seven. Now they're afraid they're going to be losing number seven now to a Democrat. All right. So they are are they in a runoff in the seventh? Is somebody? No, in? They don't have no runoff. So they're going to November. Yes. The Democrat versus the Republican. Yes. All right. And what did the num- numbers look like on that? Did you know? Um, no, I didn't look at the numbers. Okay. Well, it depends on who. Uh, who but is the Democrat the, is a runoff. The Democrats are going to a runoff. Okay, well, we don't care about the, yeah. the Democrats, mm-hmm. but we have the guy for the... Is it a guy or a girl? It's a guy. Yeah. And it's a doctor. Name? Dr. McCormick. Dr. Okay, McCormick. never heard of him. Well, uh, uh, He's an outsider like Trump and me. Yes. Okay. He's not a politician. All right. No. So, it, 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 it is the... So, this is a red district. Yes. 
And 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 who was the who was the guy who left the seven? Uh, Is that the guy? Woodrow. Uh, Woodrow. Was it uh? Was it? I know some guy named Loudermilk didn't run again, but I don't remember. No, Loudermilk is still is still in 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 eleven. Okay, I heard that Loudermilk was leaving. No, no. Well, who still. was it for the seven? Woodrow. 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 Yes. The district's number seven. He is retired. He's retired because the the seven is changing from blue to purple. Okay. Well, look. Mm-hmm. If they were solidly red, they'll keep that one. Mm-hmm. The establishment was foolish for putting their stock mm-hmm. uh, in Karen Handel because you can only sh- shaft Rene. the people in Rene Handel. Rene. Here is Rene. No, no. I'm talking about the six. Ah, the six. Okay. Sorry. The, the 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 establishment mm-hmm. were foolish in putting their stock in uh, handle again, and this is what people what 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 they don't understand the establishment and the the, the Democrats. They think that the voters are stupid. Yes. Now now let me let me say this. Let me qualify that. <laughs> Many voters are low information voters. I'm not trying to offend anybody. No, no. But they are low information voters, right? Yes, yes. All right, all right, okay. That's how we keep getting rhinos time after time after time. Yes. However, mm-hmm. when they are as bad as Karen Handel, Karen, I hope you're listening to me. I want you to hear this. Uh, if anybody out there, you know, they say a dog that'll uh, carry a bone will take one too. If you're hearing this, you're one of those dogs that like to carry bones like you, you did when you ran back to John Paget, run carry this one to Karen Handel as well. With your voting record as bad as it is, the establishment was foolish to put you back up again. They should have gotten someone who at least can pretend to be a conservative, you know, with the 69 or 67. Because for some reason, 60-ish is acceptable for Georgians. I don't know why. <laughs> All right. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know, Rand Paul is 94%. Thomas Massey is 99%. I don't know why. Wow. wow. Why? Yeah. 67, 66, 49. Well, 49 is not acceptable. That's why no. Karen Handel uh, may very well lose again. And I think she'll be done this time around. Now, remember, mm-hmm. David Perdue, who is ranked pretty low as well, you know, when the Georgia Recorder talked about Doug Collins being the second most uh, liberal Republican, mm-hmm. David Perdue is not far behind. David Perdue is the guy, and I got the video, I downloaded so I like to keep recordings, you know, in case somebody <laughs> say I'm lying. Uh, David <laughs> Perdue, in a meeting, said he was running against Karen Allen. Look, I was in that race against oh. them. David Perdue said, look. She's only got a high school education. <laughs> you know, I'm college degree, man. You know, I got degrees. You know, it takes some smarts to go to D.C. and deal with these complicated issues. That's what David Perdue, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. pretty much he did say she only has a high school education. Mm-hmm. Or did he say she didn't finish college? I Either or. Say say, either or. Either he says she didn't finish college or she only has a high school education. Either way, Mm -hmm. 
David Perdue was saying, unless you've been to college and graduated, you too damn stupid to be in Washington, D.C. Wow. wow. That's why she lost. Well, I don't know. Well, he won. Yeah, you know. he won. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, name recognition and low information voters. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to offend nobody if you cast your vote for David Perdue. It is what it is. Yes. But he has a 67% constitutional voting record. And the Georgia Recorder, I didn't even bring up the New American, which puts him at 67. The Georgia Recorder ranks him as abysmal. Abysmal? Abysmal. abysmal. Yeah. What is the meaning of abysmal? In a bar, in a Real bad. Real bad. Real bad. Very, very bad. Very, very bad. Very, Muy malo. Muy malo. Muy malo. Okay. Muy malo. Or, or, very, very bad. Very, very bad. <laughs> muy, muy malo. <laughs> so, After this Spanish class. Yes. So we're having like a six more minutes to finish the English session uh, here in American World Radio. Um, so this is this is exactly what is destroying our our republic. Yes, this, this kind of behavior, and it's and exactly the same kind of behavior. That baseball I wa- that I want, but I, I saw this kind of behavior in Venezuela for for the the length that I, I've been living there. You know, politicians making arrangement, uh, personal be- enrichment. Per- yes. But only, uh, only the the tip of the iceberg were doing the things, you know. Then we named it cogollos, the, the just the, the the nucleus of the party uh, made arrangement with the other nucleus of the party without backhand deals. Yes, backhand deals. Yeah, that's it. Backhand deals. Backhand deals. Yes, that's. And I saw that. I was an eyewitness of that. So okay. um, what I was what I, when I showed these numbers. Um, you see that probably the Republican will respect the, any kind of deal that in the past they would have with the Democrats by not touching their districts, right? But we need to learn something. Uh, the Democrat, the Communist Democrat, they don't respect no deals or nothing. They're going to keep on going. And look, they is national number six from us, from, from the Republican, from the conservative, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and now they are aiming for number seven. And they are convinced that they will, they will win nah, number six nah, again. Nah. They'll get six only because Karen Handel is, has such an abysmal uh, voting record. She's not a conservative by any strict. She don't even pretend to be a good Republican. Okay, so uh, we just need to be clear on that. It mm-hmm. is her. Now I want to make something real clear. Y'all have never heard me ever make a personal attack against any candidate. Yes. I don't yeah. do that. No. All I talk about record. is their voting record. Voting, voting records. That's it. That's what that I, is the limit. I don't talk about their families. No. I don't talk about their personal appearance. No. no. I don't say, and I didn't say anything about Karen Handel's education. David Perdue did. Yes. Okay. I'm just simply, and I say that to say, this is the kind of person that David Perdue is. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of uh, I think that, you know, if you can read at least on the fifth grade level and understand the Constitution, you know, go and serve. Yes. You exactly. mount a great campaign, mm-hmm. go and serve your country. Serve your country. Serve I'm not your looking country. for a leader. 
Exactly. So me and and this me as a candidate and this to number four is basically I am <laughs> giving a uh, you know the, our future cons- my future constituents a cho- a better choice to see if they want to get rid of what they have already and then shift a little bit to 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 this possibility that we have in district number four. Well, you know what? You know I'm rooting for you. I want to see you get out there. Uh, and 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 work it mm-hmm. because those black people need to know mm-hmm. that they have not just somebody else to vote for, mm-hmm. but somebody that's actually going to get in and serve them. Amen. That's Amen. what they are missing. And thank with you this, so much. thank you so much, sir. The time is gone. See you next week. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.